Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 301. Today, I want to talk to you about the difference between working on your business and working in your business. This is a really important conversation for us to have, especially if you're somebody that finds yourself caught up in the hustle harder trap that we've spent so much time talking about here on the show. See, when you're hustling harder in your business, it only can possibly lead you to one thing, and that's working in your business. Now, when you're working in your business, you're spending your time managing your business as it is today. Think about all the things that you have to do just to maintain your current rank and the current level of results that you've created. And look, you you know very well what this looks like and what this feels like, right? We've got customers to service. We've got existing team members that we need to support. And when we say supporting, what we really mean is holding hands and motivating and trying to get people going. That takes up a lot of our time. And then we have to manage social media. We've got a Facebook group. We've got multiple Facebook groups. We've got group chats happening every single day that we need to make sure that we're on top of. And then don't forget training calls and all the other stuff. I mean, there's this long list of stuff that we really feel like we have to do just so that we don't go backwards. And we're hustling and we're going. But the problem is this, is we're not really seeing progress anymore. See, when you're only working in your business, here's how it feels. You feel stuck all the time because stuff is getting done, right? You're checking off the things that are on your to-do list, but you don't really feel like you're making progress towards anything that's like big or meaningful. And when you're working in your business and when you're hustling harder, you're not really clear on the big picture or the why or the vision behind your business. It's fuzzy, right? You're on this treadmill of, of constant busyness, stress, and overwhelm. And this, I bet for many of you, is really where you find yourself. It's, it's so funny because, you know, we started talking a lot about this concept of hustle and the toxic hustle culture that exists in this space. And this is such a critical part of the new messaging. And it's been so inspiring for me, for me to see how many of you have reached out to me basically saying, thank you for talking about this. This has felt like such a, a breath of fresh air because you've really validated the way that I've been feeling. And what's interesting to me is this, this idea of hustle. It's such a part of our culture today. So Shannon and I just finished watching I don't know if any of you have had a chance to see this yet. If not, I would check it out. It's a really good show. But it's called We Crashed on Apple TV. It was the story of WeWork, right? And what's interesting is, so we started watching this show, and it was right around the time that I started talking about the Hustle Harder Trap. And one of the first episodes, you see WeWork's original headquarters, and in a huge neon sign in their boardroom, it says Hustle Harder. And that was literally like the mantra of the company. And what's so interesting, we talk a lot about how hustling, it can work starting out until it doesn't anymore because eventually you always reach your capacity to go faster and do more. And what winds up happening is people just start getting burned out, right? You just churn people up and you spit them out. It's not a sustainable way to grow a business. And if you don't know the story of WeWork, I mean, they are the... I mean, at least from a original ownership standpoint, 
they are the typical crash and burn story. Like the culture that they created inside of their company because of hustling harder was so toxic. It literally almost destroyed the company from inside out. They had to like oust the original founder of the company just to keep the company going. I mean, they were like burning millions of dollars of cash, but the mantra was always just hustle harder, go faster, do more. And I just thought it was like so appropriate because that's like where our society is today. And what I want you to understand is the way that you break free from that, and we talk so much about learning how to slow down to really start thinking about the important things and assessing where are we in our business, where are we going, that's what working on your business is really about. Working in your business is execution. Working on your business is strategy. See, working on your business is starting to invest time so that your business can be better tomorrow. It's not constantly focused on where we are and what do we have to do to just continue to stay the course. It's thinking about where do we actually want to go? And this is hard for people sometimes because when we slow down and we start working on our business, sometimes what that means is we actually have to take a step backwards. And that becomes very scary. Because now we're heading in the opposite direction of our goals, it feels like. But what we don't realize is when we're on that hustle harder path and there's only one possible destination, it's eventual burnout and failure. It's building, you could build a financially successful business, right? But you'll never have freedom and you'll never feel fulfilled by that work. Sometimes we have to, we got to pause and take a look at what we're doing and take that step back so that we can begin to take two giant steps forward in a way that we actually want to go in a sustainable path. That's the thing. We're not slowing down to go slow. We're slowing down to speed up. But the way we do that is working on. See, most people that are hustling in their business, they're working in their business. They're constantly reacting, right? They're asking themselves, where, you know, where are we going? Where are we headed? And let me figure out what I can do in order to adjust to that, right? It's almost like you are being driven by the outside circumstances of your business. What are the people on my team doing? Are they working or not? We're, we're constantly living in that state. But when you're working on your business, here's what you start with. This really important question. Not where are we headed, but where do I actually want to go? What do I actually want from my business outside of the achievements and the ranks and the compensation? It's not to say those things aren't important, but those things will never fulfill you. Um, so few people in our profession ever take the time to ask themselves this question. This is the single most important question that you can ask yourself. What do you actually want from your business? And what we're really trying to get clear on is vision. That's the number one thing you have to get clarity on when it comes to working on your business is what is the vision for your business in your life? Here's why vision is so important. So inside of, we kicked off the new program, Love, Serve, Grow, last week. And in week number one, we talked about the foundation for building sustainable success. And the entire foundation of this first lesson was really this concept of good form. And you've heard me talk about good form a lot, but I want to define it for you today. Because this is literally, this is the most important thing you can understand. Think of hustling as bad form. Good form is made up of three things. Number one, living with intention. And intentional living requires you to align the actions that you take every single day with purpose and vision. 
See, the problem is most of you are aligning your actions with your external business goals, with a rank advancement, with a certain dollar level. It's it's just your business goals. What do I need to do to get there, right? We're hustling, we're achieving, but we're not building our business in a manner that makes us feel good or that actually is gonna give us what we want. The second part of good form is being growth-oriented, not results-focused. It's being transformational, not transactional. And the third aspect of good form is learning how to manage your mind. And what that means is aligning your thoughts with your purpose and vision. So being intentional is aligning your actions with your purpose and vision. Managing your mind is aligning your thoughts. Now, notice the one common thread here, vision. This is the primary issue with leadership in our profession. People do not have a vision for where they want to go outside of the next rank or their current set of circumstances. And I'm telling you right now, if you don't have a vision, you are guaranteed to fall victim of the hustle harder trap. Because if we don't have a vision, if we don't really know what we actually want and have that be the starting point for how we make decisions in our business, we have no way of discerning what actions are and aren't right for us. Look, I got news for you. Just because somebody tells you that you should do something and that could help you be successful doesn't mean that you should do it. See, we have to have vision becomes, it it helps us create the boundaries of what we say yes and no to. And I'd like to share with you really my personal story around vision, because I think this will be really valuable for you to hear and how having a vision can actually help transform your business. So last year, we had our best year ever in our company, by far. But if I look back at what we did to create our best year ever, we hustled harder. So we literally did last year the very thing that I'm trying to teach you this year not to do, right? What we did was we just did more of what we always did to be successful. We just like 10X'd it. And what that looked like for us is we literally sold every single month. In a traditional year, we would do like three to four big launches. I said, look, let's just sell. I mean, it works for us. Let's just do more. And that's what we did. We hustled. We did more. We worked harder. We went faster. And we had a great year. But as we were doing this, especially in the second half of the year, I started to notice that it that what you know how it worked for us in the first half of the year is it, it, we were seeing diminishing returns in the second half of the year and something felt very off see what i recognized was is it was this added this current plan it was beginning to not service as much anymore here's the first reason i was really starting to feel burned out by the business because of what was required of me every single month and i was starting to lose my sense of passion kind of like i was beginning to go through the motions The other thing that became a kind of a byproduct of this was our team was feeling exhausted and burned out. See, our company is interesting. We've built over the last five years, we've barely expanded our core team. We we, we were a small but mighty team. Four people, right, supported a a multi-seven-figure business, which when I look at counterparts of mine, like that was... I mean, a third or a fourth of the size team that they use. But I was always just like, well, we can do it. So I'm just going to keep trying to get more out of the same people, right? That same hustle, harder mindset. But then the other thing that I notice is, is our community. And that a lot of you, they weren't paying as much attention to us anymore because we were doing so much selling, because we were doing so much promoting. Now, listen, I believed we were selling something that could help people. But at the end of the day, when I looked at what we were doing, it really wasn't adding a lot of value outside of us promoting every single month. 
And I just really started to get a sense that something needed to change. And I bet a lot of you probably find yourself in a similar position. Like you're hustling, you're doing it, your business is growing, things are kind of like going in the right direction, but it feels it feels off for you. You're starting to get a sense that this is not sustainable. This is not going to get me to where I actually want to go. So I started to really slow down. And what I realized was missing for us was vision. See, in the five years that we had been in business, we had grown almost every year. But here's what was really missing, a vision for what we actually wanted to create outside of that very next year. I did what most people did, what I was taught to do my entire career in this profession. Where do you want to be at the end of next year? And I would start with a business goal. We want to make this much money. And it was always just a little bit more than last year. And what we would do is we would just start hustling. So what do we need to do to get there? We just need to do more of what we did last year. And I recognize this is not the solution. I created a little bit of quiet time for myself. And here are the questions that I asked myself. And these would be really important questions for you to ask yourself. What do you want your life and your business to look like five years from today? Now, notice the order that I asked you those questions. First and foremost is your life. See, there's two different types of visions you need to have. You need to have a personal vision and a business vision. Most people struggle with vision because they're taught to do it completely wrong. They only focus on their business vision and their business goals. I want this rank. I want to make this much money. And then what we do is we ask ourselves, well, what would I need to do to get there? We look at what we've always done and we just start doing more. And then the, the, the downfall of that is our life becomes an afterthought and we wind up just fitting our life into the nooks and crannies of working towards our business goals because all of our thoughts and feelings and actions are aligned with that business goal. See, in week number one, what we taught our students inside of Love, Serve, Grow, this is one of the most important things that you can do is before you think of the kind of business you want, you got to get clear on the kind of life that you want. See, your personal vision is what creates all your purpose and passion in your life. You have to have something that is truly inspiring and meaningful to you because what you don't really want the rank. You want what the what you think the rank will give you. It will give you freedom. It will make you feel better about yourself. It'll improve the quality of your life. But here's the thing. If you hustle harder there, all you're ever going to become is an overworked achiever. You'll be trapped by your business. It will never give you what you think it will because you didn't build your business in the right way in a sustainable manner that doesn't depend on you showing up every single minute of the day just to make it work. So start with your life. Think of your personal vision. Forget about your business for a second. Like just notice when you, I bet most of you don't have a vision is because the second you start thinking about it, you feel anxious and stressed because we're taught to only focus on our business goals, right? We set a big business goal and then the minute we do it, we already feel like we're behind. So we just go faster, do more. That's the thing that keeps you stuck. That's working in your business. See, when you start with your personal vision, just like I did, I said, well, what do I actually want my life to look like? What kind of a life do I dream of having? Look, I value being a dad. I want to be a present husband. I want freedom. I value freedom so much more than money. I want money to give me freedom, but I got really clear. What do I want my life to look like? And then I started to think about how would I need to build a business to support that vision for my life? See, that's what I want you to do. Think about your personal vision first and foremost, because when you just like just push the business aside for a second and you just start really allowing yourself to dream and think about what you want, what is meaningful to you, what are the things that you value, you don't feel anxious and stressed. It's a totally different energy that comes from that place. That's where you have to start. And then we decide what kind of business would I need to build and, and, and what manner would I need to build the business so that it wasn't so dependent on me that I could actually live the life that I want. 
And that's what I did. I started spending a lot of time being clear on the things that I valued the most, what I knew that I wanted five years from today. And a part of that was this. It was also the impact that, we, that I want to make. Like, how many lives do I want to change? See, when we think of our business goals, we just think of our own personal achievements. We don't spend enough time thinking on the impact that we can make in other people's lives by us achieving. And I got this big vision. I'm like, I want to change a million people's lives in this profession. And part of the thing that inspired me is I spent time thinking about what we were teaching and where we wanted to go. I spent time looking at our current students. What were they struggling with? What was missing? What did they need? I I started to realize that there were new problems that didn't exist three, four years ago that I was so clear that that needed to be addressed today. That's when we started thinking about, you know, love, serve, grow really started to change. It was about simplifying. It was hustling less, right? It was doing less. It was sales, transformational sales. I started to identify these different topics and things and get really excited because I'm like, man, if I could teach people how to do all these things, like the impact that we could make in people's lives would be immeasurable. And I started thinking about, man, what if I could do that for a million people all over the world in this profession? And I started getting really inspired. It was a different feeling for me. It wasn't like, okay, we just want to make a little bit more money and let me just keep doing more of what I was doing before. This started to really transform the way that I was looking at the business. And here's what it required. Here's what I immediately realized is a lot needed to change about what we were doing. And see, that's the power of vision. When you come up with a vision, something that is meaningful and inspiring and important to you, that is like exponentially beyond where you are today, You can't just start hustling and rushing to get there because what what I immediately recognize is what we had done over the last five years, if we just kept doing that, it was never going to get us to our goal. And then I started thinking about, all right, if we did impact the lives of a million people through our program, what would that actually look like in terms of a business? Like what size business would we have as a byproduct of that? And I kind of just doing some quick little numbers, I said, we probably have like a $20 million company. I said, man, if In five years from today, if we could change the lives of a million people through the work that we do through our programs and free content, we would have a $20 million business. And then here's the question I asked myself. How would I be thinking and acting differently today as the CEO of a $20 million company? What would need to change? See, that's the thing. Think about where you want to be five years from now. All the things that I said first, then what kind of a business would you have as a result of that? And then ask yourself, how would that person be thinking and feeling and acting differently today? if you were them. And what I realized personally is almost everything would need to change. We would need new products. We would need a new program. See, for me, if I value freedom and I value being a father over just making money, what I recognized was that, and this was an important decision for me, our business would need to become way less me dependent. Because if it was always just dependent on me showing up, selling, doing the work, That was always going to be an opposition. How could I scale my company to that level, to that level of impact, if I had to be the one showing up every day to do that? And that required me to let go of control, which was scary to me. Now, we had already taken those steps, right? I had made what I believe the best hire in our company to date, which was, uh, you know, Megan, our director of coaching, a good friend of mine. I started thinking, well, I need to let Megan step into the spotlight more. I need to let her do more. So when we designed the new Love Serve program, we designed it intentionally. And I said, this program is not going to require me as much. Now, I'm going to do all the training and I'm going to still be in there coaching, but I'm going to allow the spotlight to be shined on other people, right? We've got Michelle, our transformational sales coach. We've got Megan, right? When I think of the vision five years from today, like the people that are teaching Love Serve Grow are going to be so much bigger than just me because it is bigger than me. 
But now I started to get inspired because I'm like, man, okay, so I can see how we could actually grow our impact. We could grow our company and it wouldn't necessarily be a drain on my time. And I said, well, we need to start doing things differently today. But think about that for you. How's that apply to your business? Well, how, how can you intentionally start developing other leaders so that you don't have to be the one doing the work? You could still grow your income. You could still grow your impact, your influence, but it would allow you to live the kind of life that you want. The second thing that I realized is this, we would need to change our team and the way that we actually operate internally. And here's the interesting thing about vision. When you have a vision and you're able to communicate it to others, you will learn a lot about the people that are actually on your team. You will be able to see someone's true level of commitment because if somebody's level of commitment doesn't match the size of the vision you have, you'll start to see that there's not alignment. And so for the most part, all of our team members, when I came to them at the end of last year and I started talking about this vision and how we were going to launch a new program and we were going to start serving people in different ways and we were going to start building out our capabilities and the offerings that we have. And listen, Love Star Grow is just a start, just so you know. Where do you see what's coming in the next couple of years for us? But people started getting really inspired. I saw a level of passion in our core team and the work they were doing that I hadn't seen in years because they were like, okay, I get it. But here's the thing. The vision just wasn't, here's where the company's going to go. So I painted the picture of a $20 million business and I said, here's where you have the ability to grow within it. Think of your role. Because if we're a $20 million company, here's all the people that we're going to have on our team. And now we only have four people, but how do you want to grow? So I started to show them that there was opportunity for them that they hadn't yet seen. See, that's what vision does. It inspires the right people because now they're thinking, wow, like I'm getting swept up in this. I don't have the ability to do this on my own. So your vision becomes my vision. They grow into it. You'll inspire people. Like those of you who are like, I can't motivate my team. It's because you don't have a vision. They can't even see outside of the current problems and circumstances. You have to show up with a vision. This is the number one problem in our space. But then here's the other thing is it sorts too. So we had one member of our team been with us for years. I shared this vision with, and almost immediately after doing that, I could physically see the energy in her shift in a negative way, okay? She did more for our business in the last couple of years than anybody has. And I mean, like incredible impact, but here was the reality. She had been feeling disconnected in her role. She had not been very passionate about what she was doing. Her life circumstances had changed. Right. And we never were able, we never had a difficult conversation because it was just status quo. Let's just do more. Let's just keep going in the same manner we always have, right? Doing more. And it was easy to just have people skate by. But now that I had this big vision out there, she knew that it was going to require more of her, just like it was everybody else. And look, the people that still were on board, they were inspired by that because they were ready to be challenged and grow. But she wasn't. And I saw it right away. And what wound up happening in a conversation is we, and this wasn't the intention going into it, we determined that it wasn't a fit for her anymore. And listen, we wound up leaving on incredibly good terms. I'm so thankful and grateful for everything she has done for, for the company. And, but at the end of the day, we just weren't a fit anymore. And we left on great terms. But if I hadn't come up with a vision, I would have maybe have never known that. She, she may have been here a couple of years. And listen, that wouldn't have served her and it wouldn't have served us. See, vision is a sorting tool you will find out the truly committed people on your team. And here's the thing. It was hard for me to face that reality because I didn't want her to go. It was a little scary, but I understood that that's what needed to happen. But here's the second part. I was like, we got to expand our team. We doubled the size of our team in 30 days after I had that vision. I made three really important hires. These people have been invaluable to our business that I never, I don't 
think I ever would have hired them had I not had the vision. See, here's what vision's going to do for you. You're going to face the reality of who is and who isn't on your team right now. And some of you may struggle with that when you realize some of the people you thought were committed aren't once they start to see really where this is going. And that's okay. It's their business. They can do what they want. But that means you got to go out and you got to find new people. You got to expand. And the other thing is this, it'll require you to change. See, the scary thing for me was, I'm like, man, I am not showing up anywhere near the CEO of a $20 million company. When I looked at our business and the way it was being run today, as a leader, that vision challenged me to change and grow to take more responsibility and ownership, to actually lead the team, right? I wasn't doing a good enough job of that. And I was honest with myself. So we changed our team structure. We changed, I mean, literally everything you can think of. We started doing weekly check-in calls, communicating more frequently. I hired an executive coach to help me see my blind spots. I realized if I was the CEO of a 20-mind business, I would not be waking up every day and doing what I'm doing. Now, was that hard for me? Yes, but guess what? It was inspiring because I kept thinking about, man, if I can start changing today, we can start changing what we do. We're going to change so many lives as a result of this. And we started to make decisions from a different place. And I share my story with you Because I just want you to start thinking about this in your business. See, today, I feel more passionate and inspired today sitting here right now sharing this podcast with you that I've never felt this way before in our company. And we've done a lot of great things. And it's not to diminish that. But I am so clear on what this profession needs right now. And I know the impact that we are going to make in the lives of the people that become clients of ours through the programs and the coaching that we do, and even the free content we put out there. I mean, if if you haven't figured out by now, like what we're talking about is really different. I am so positive that we are going to completely transform this space. I, I just can't wait to get up and go to work every day. How nice would it be if you felt that way? You can feel that way, but this is where it needs to start. You have to stop working in your business. You need to start working on your business and you need to really start dreaming about what do you really want to create in this life? What would success look like to you? Stop you know, stop chasing someone else's definition of success that they told you this is what you should want and really get clear on what do you actually want and then figure out how do I build a business that will align with that? You do that, watch how it transforms your results. So that's my message to you today. You got to start working in your business. You got to start working on your business. If you want some help in doing this, make sure, go to the show notes of the episode today, click on that link to join our free Love, Serve, Grow Facebook group, be a part of our community that is going to change this profession forever, and we will start to help you in, in these areas. So thanks for being here, everybody. I love and appreciate all of you. I'll talk to you soon on the next episode. Take care. 